Hey, this is Chris Spurlick with High Performance Life. I'm here with my colleague, Aaron Lindsay. Aaron, how are you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Yeah? You doing all right? Yeah, you just you just got back from a little vacation. I did, yeah. yeah you were out in Colorado? Yep. How was that? Uh, that John Denver's full of crap, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's, that's, awesome. a good, that's a line from Dumb and Dumber. If you didn't know, uh, it, it was great. I bet. It, it was. It's Lori and I don't get away often. We camp around here locally a lot, but yeah, we. Uh, this is our first getaway since probably the last five years. Wow. Yeah, and it was well needed and yeah. just what a what a great state. I, I've spent some time out there myself, and it is. It's gorgeous, and, of course, highly recommend anybody going out there. It's just unbelievable. I mean, just the mountains, the scenery, just the wide open space. Oh, it's gorgeous, but, uh, yeah. But, you know, you bring up a, a very um, – so so this podcast, you bring something up that we're getting ready to talk about. Um, and I can tell you that, uh, you know, Christy and I went on a vacation here, 30 years of anniversary. Congratulations. Uh, yes, thank you. That's a nice milestone. It, it's, a, it's a very big milestone. Um, but you know, we, we did the same thing, took a vacation down to Barbados. It was wonderful, had a great time. And it, and it was like we reconnected. Yeah. And, and I'm sure that you and Lori, once you got away from kind of the, the rut, mm-hmm. you know, of everyday grind, the work, the, you know, coming home, getting ready, uh, we were able to really escape and reconnect yeah. uh, with our marriage. Uh, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight, because you, you have a very interesting story that uh, I think our listeners will be just uh, really in tune with. And, and, I, and I want to hear it, too, because I think as, as men, we've all been down this road and probably some of us are still going down that road and will probably continue to go down that road for the rest of our lives. Uh, but, you know, to, to say that someone has a perfect marriage, um, I don't think that exists. <laughs> I don't think it does either. Uh but as as men, we we try to do the best that we can. Uh, you know, you you've been married what now? Uh, thirty one and a half years. Yeah, yeah, we'll be thirty two in May. That's awesome. And it, it there's been a lot of ups and downs. A lot, yeah, yeah. And same yeah. for us. And so tonight, what we want to do is just I want to get you've you've been through some ups and downs with your marriage, and I have too. And I'll interject, but I want to hear your story of just. You, where you started, you and Lori, how you've gotten through life. Because as we've discussed, this is high-performance life. I mean, we get the physical aspect of it. We had some guys on here and ladies with the mental aspect. But this is another part of the mental challenge of high-performance life. How do you perform in life uh, with your marriage? Because it's it's a daily grind. Yeah. And, and how do you keep that enthusiasm going within your marriage and keeping it fresh and keeping it real after 31 and a half years of marriage. Right. So Yeah, and, and I agree. There's this is high performance life and there's more to life than than physical fitness. There's more life than than your your health. Mm-hmm. Although those are both very important things, but the you know, and when 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 you started this podcast, Chris, I remember us talking about it and it, it is high performance life and there's so many areas of life where you can perform high. Exactly. And I'm not talking about Colorado High. <laughs> There's so many areas in your life where you can improve your performance. And, you know, we may be talking business someday. We mm-hmm. may be talking exercise the next. We, you know, marriage, uh, parenthood. But anyway, so, yes, I think it's, I think it's great. that uh, I think it all coincides together. It does. It I really mean, really, does. because, we, like you said, we're going to have some people on here. I've got some uh, very uh, astute businessmen that are going to be on our show coming up. Uh, they, they've, if you want to say they've, uh, they've been there, they've yeah. got it. They got the t-shirt, uh, you know, they're successful. Um, 
but there's a reason that they got there. There's how, how did they get there? Yeah, you know that yeah. that's what we need to emulate to our listeners. Uh, yeah, I get the physical part of it too. We've had you know Dave Kempert. He was NFL. There's not a, you know the yeah, odds our very are first you, guest. Yeah, our first guest. There's not a lot of uh, the odds are against you if you think you're going to go the NFL. Yeah. So it's That's a just, tough one. It's a tough one. <laughs> so, uh, but I think the odds are greater when you try to become a husband. Yes. And yeah, I'd say the odds are in your favor if you find the right one. Exactly. So, you know, uh, we we've. We've uh, not really shared a whole lot of our faith, but that's who we are faith-based. Yeah. We, we've uh, we've known each other for a long time. We, we know where we stand with each other Yeah, with our faith. Uh, you know, I, I looked up the Scripture tonight before we got started, and, you know, 1 Corinthians 7 says, The husband should fulfill his marital duties to his wife, and likewise the wife to her husband. Yeah. And, and I, so I want to shed a little bit of light on that, you telling us what you've been through, what you and Lori have been through, because, uh, you know, it's – Sometimes we don't get this book that tells us what men, what we're supposed to do. Right. So it, it does. I mean, you know, after 30 years of marriage, uh, it can get convoluted. Yeah, So it's true. I think everybody knows that the plan of salvation is in the book. But a lot of people think that's all that's in the book. How, how to live your life so that you end up in heaven. Mm-hmm. But it's also... A lot of the book is about how to live your best life down here with great advice in, in all areas. So it, it, it's awesome. It's a, it's a great book. Yep. All right. Well, this story starts in 2010. Okay. Um, and I had uh, a, a job. I had a good job. I was happy. Uh, I was in a good men's group. Uh, went to church you know, every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And our church had done the Daniel Fast. And I did not participate at the beginning of the year. So I, I went through a fast myself, a one-week fast where I prayed pretty much constantly. And my prayer at that time was make myself a better husband, a better father, a better Christian, um, a better employee. And for the entire week, that's what I prayed. It, but, you did, but you didn't say you were not going to eat any Reese's. Cups, right, <laughs> and I didn't eat any Reese's cups <laughs> okay, at all. all. Right. Actually, I survived on uh, water and chicken broth. Really, and it, it was easy. Yeah, you know that part of it was easy to me. Right. Um, and it was I, I broke the fast, and one week after breaking that fast, it my world just fell apart hmm. in every area. It, it was incredible, and I was crushed. But the one that the the one thing that happened that that actually turned my life around was my wife asked for a divorce. You know, wow. And this came at a time where I was very involved in a men's group, very involved in church, thought I was doing everything right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but boy, did I miss it. Mm-hmm. I, I was I wouldn't I was doing not only was I not doing everything right, I was doing nothing right. Well, I, so what what made you realize that? I mean, obviously, well, when she came to you and said, I, I, I want a divorce. I yeah. mean, and, and so what well, I mean, OK. <sighs> First of all, when the, when those words came out of her mouth, I felt like I had been punched in the gut mm-hmm. and got phys- I was physically ill. Mm. Um, we had been married twenty years at the time, and uh, I was committed to the marriage, and um, I was happy. Like I said, mm-hmm. she was not, and I should have seen the signs. But I don't think men are. You got to be in tune to see those signs. 
So when, when you say in tune, what were some things that, I mean, now that you can look back and go, okay, this is what I missed. Okay, well, here first of all, I asked her um, what I could do to change her mind. Mm-hmm. And she said nothing. She said, it's my mind settled. There's nothing you can do. I'm getting a divorce. And she even went out and rented an apartment. So I went to my men's group and um, actually I went to one guy in my men's group and his name is Wayne French. I don't know if you, do you know Wayne? I do not. Um, I told him that there's nothing I could do. She's leaving. Uh, I'm just going to have to fight through it. And I'll never forget it. Chris, we were standing in my driveway and he said, shut up and, and don't say a word. Just listen. And Wayne's a quiet man, and but those words came out of his mouth, and he said, "This is a battle not between you and Lori. This this is a battle between good and bad." He said, "This this is not a, a. There's nothing I can do to fix it, but I don't have the authority to not fix it. In other words, just let it crumble." So he told me to get on my knees and fight like a man. So, and I did. I started. Praying that one kind of that conversation kind of brought me back, and I decided at that point I wasn't going down without a fight. Yeah, you know. So I started studying my Bible more. Um, I got every Christian book I could find on marriage and read as much as I could. But there was one book that I got that I credit with saving my marriage, and that that was Every Man's Marriage by Stephen Arterburn. Uh, you may recognize him from um, Every Man's Battle is his most popular book. Okay. And it's it, Every Man's Battle deals with sexual issues that, mm-hmm. that most men deal with. Many men are trapped in. Mm-hmm. And I had read that earlier in, in my life, and it's a great book. Um, but Every Man's Marriage, and it kind of – the opening, the introduction – is is titled have you found the keys to her heart and the introduction of this book is what grabbed me because his story and my story have so much in common and he starts out with his story as to how he ended up Mm -hmm. with his wife wanting a divorce and how he the book is about biblical steps for marriage for men Mm -hmm. and there's an every woman's marriage too i believe his wife actually wrote that so women uh you know, you could get your husband this book, but also you may want to pick up a copy, <laughs> a copy for you for you too. Um, what I didn't realize in my marriage was that I had grown comfortable, mm-hmm. and um, I thought till death do we part was it. Mm-hmm. You know, I right. had won her, um, and she put up with twenty years of this. By the way, <laughs> it's it's I, I hate, and I often say this: I hate the old me. Yeah. And the, the, God answered my prayer to make me a better husband through this terrible, painful mm. few years in my life. And it took a few years. Now, she came back sooner than that. Um, but I, as far as her believing, because I had done the past, you know, I went to Promise Keepers. I came home and she'd often say, for one week, it was great. <laughs> and then the next week, it's just like a switch turned off and yeah. I'm back to my old self. But, yeah. Um, you know, I was cold uh, to her, um, not paying attention, um, just little things that that she needed. I was not supplying at the time. And and I'll I'll interject here. I I, I know, and my wife would she's. 
probably shaking her head yes because you know when when the honeymoon's over yeah life starts dealing you the cards and you have uh, you have financial issues you have uh, you have issues with just relationship within the marriage uh, you have uh, issues with uh, children yeah everything comes into play and 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 I can sympathize with you I have empathy for every guy out there because and I still do you know everybody goes through this every man goes through this I think so too and it's it's just interesting to me that no more men don't speak up about it just because they think that hey I'll just put my head forward and keep plowing the field um, and I'm like you I don't really I did not really uh, was not in tune with Christie's uh, what she needed on the inside just you know she she wanted somebody just to be there just yes. to, just to hold yeah. her hand yep. and, and really not say a word and to be emotionally connected yes because we were in the same house and we were not emotionally connected uh, yes you know we were like roommates is, yes. is how Lori describes it yeah that's a that's a I'm just wondering right now how many people, how many men are listening to this thinking I'm 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 there. Yeah. 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 And and man, I recommend everybody pick up a copy of this book. Every man listening, pick up a copy of Stephen Arterburn's Every Man's Marriage. Um What was the what was the thing that probably hit you the most, I mean, out of this book? Well Or what what turned it around for you? What turned okay, I'll tell you that. Honestly, through by reading through this book, mm-hmm. you know, Chris, you know that I grew up in church. We went to church together Absolutely. for a long time. And uh, I walked the aisle as a child. I walked the aisle as a teenager mm-hmm. um, just to make sure, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I don't think I was even saved hmm. until um, reading this book. And, and this book, I, it was the Holy Spirit is what did it. Yeah. it. It was through this whole mess that I realized I wasn't saved. Mm-hmm. But it was this book that that led me to certain scriptures, and um, I'm telling you, it's it, it starts. The book starts out with, uh, I think the uh, chapter two is called "How Did the Feelings Die?" Because Lori once loved me, I know yeah. she did. Yeah, you know, we were in love. Yep. What happened? I still loved her. <laughs> you know. That, yeah, that boy. I think we can make a whole show out of that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, really. Um, what? What? I mean, what? Expand on that. I mean, what what do you think it was? Was it just because I know men are boneheaded sometimes? Yeah, I admit that. Yeah, we I are. am. You know, and I'm I'm kind of insensitive to to my wife's needs sometimes. Um, yeah, we're totally different. Yeah. Men and women are totally different. There's a lot of people in this world today saying, "No, we're all the same." Scripturally speaking, we are equal, but we're not the same at all. Well, we're not. Yeah, everybody has their own. Personalities, yeah, and agendas. guys are wired different than women. Absolutely. As long as things are going fine, the bills are getting paid. Yeah, there's no stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to get our attention sometimes. Yeah, and it takes the major things like what Lori had planned and was going through with mm-hmm. to get my attention. Well, let me ask you this because I can honestly, on the podcast, we had to go to counseling. Yeah. And it was probably the best thing we ever did in our lives, uh, just because we had a third party there that was not um, weighing in on Christy, not weighing in on me, you know, not taking sides more or less, but weighing in on us as a couple and helping us to realize he has needs, she has needs. Right. And for me, I'm I'm thinking as as a husband, I'm like, well, I'm providing a house for. Her. She's driving a new car. 
<laughs> she can kind of go buy this new dress. Yeah. She she that's not what she was wanting. No, that's not. She, she wanted a man. Yeah, exactly. She wanted yeah. a man, somebody like you said that had an emotional uh, tie to her that would show her some emotion and and kind of feel those feelings and sometimes men are just not wired that way right i'm the i'm the type that's like just come on man just man up well she's not a man she's a woman that's right (laughs) and they're so different so so it is different and and but go ahead finish well one of the things that that made Lori realize i was serious is you know chris i was in my 40s and just cut the apron strings at that time Hmm. I had always taken up for for my side of the family whenever anything went wrong. And you know how it is with in-laws. Things Mm -hmm. go wrong at Christmas time, just birthdays, whatever. Things, little things go wrong. And Lori would point out to me things, and I would say things such as, oh, you just misunderstood. Or uh, you took that the wrong way. You know, Mm -hmm. I never looked at it, and and she wasn't taking these things the wrong way. Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to deal with my family interesting you know dynamics yes exactly yeah so i uh actually wrote my mom a letter um and i think uh i I let Lori read it (laughs) and uh it was uh cutting officially cutting (laughs) the the apron strings and the umbilical cord and everything (laughs) All, all of that yes all of that yeah um, that was that was probably the biggest takeaway, but there were so many. Yeah, if, if you read this book and if you do what it says, I guarantee your your marriage will improve. Even if you, as men, a lot of times we think, like I said, everything's going great. That's what we think. Yeah, but have we ever turned around? And I've had to do this a lot uh, with my wife: is just turn around and go, "How are you?" Yeah, just ask where where are you at? How are you feeling? Yeah. Um, and there's a second part to that. You got to be willing to listen to the answer, and and listening is is huge yeah. for us men because we think we know everything, and we're used to how you doing. Good, yeah. How are you? Good. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Nice talking. Going to mow the grass. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's but it is. It's very interesting, and and I I think that um, just what you just said about you and Lori being able to get away, I think that that is just so important because I know that when Christy and I can get away by ourselves, uh, and I think it was great too because where we went, we had hardly cell phone service. Oh, that's a – yeah, same here. We, did, mean, we, we, didn't we had nothing. I mean, it was very hard to get communication out of the country. If, if you sent a text, you might wait an hour and a half to get a response. Well, in my mind, that's okay. I mean, unless Absolutely. it's an emergency, <laughs> you better – I got a beacon or something. Hit me with a beacon, but you're not going to get in touch with me. But it was just nice to be able to put those things down and not have to worry about it, not text, not be on social media, anything. Yeah. I was a- I was actually able to focus my attention on her, our relationship, and and where we're going. Yeah. And and I think that for for most men, I would almost highly encourage you if you're going through struggles right now with your wife. What was it in the beginning that drew you near to her? Yeah. I mean, I get it. We're we're visual guys. We look at women, and you know, you have that visual. But I know for me, as I get older, my wife is beautiful. But I look at the inside of her, and I look at who she is. And I mean, I just almost am now in awe of everything she does for everybody else. Yeah, and it it really does make me think about who the person that I married thirty years ago 
Yeah. And, and I'm thankful. Yeah. And if you think about it, it'll do wonders. Just thinking about what you just said, Chris, will change your heart mm-hmm. and snap you back into place. Yep. Getaways are important. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just because Lori and I, you know, we're, we're not w- w- uh, extremely wealthy. We're, we're by no means poor, but we, we don't often get away. Mm-hmm. But we do go for a weekend in the woods, you know, with our hammocks and just camp yep. every once in a while. And, and there's something, you know, I think you and I are going to interview um, uh, Dr. Jason Brooks yep. eventually. Yep. Uh, he's on our schedule, and he has written a book called Reset. Oh, I read it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you can apply a lot of those principles to your marriage as well. Yeah. And getting away and resetting everything, mm. just just breaking away from business, breaking away from even church. Yeah, because we as men get wrapped up like everything else we do. We could serve in church, go home and watch the football game while our wife is cleaning house. Right. We serve God, but we're not doing what he said by caring for our wives. Right. And servanthood is a big part of the book. Okay. And that was something that Lori had was not used to. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, Chris. Now, back then, uh, I would go home and my evenings were mine. I would go in the room, read a book, come out, watch TV, whatever. Now I look forward, and it's been 10 years ago, and this is still going. I look forward to getting home, watching TV with Lori, rubbing her feet, which she loves. Wow. And that's something I never did Man. in my marriage. I did it when we were dating. Yeah. You know? Right. Once she said, I do, that stopped. Why did it stop? You know, I don't know. Was it? I don't know. But it did. Hmm. And I mean quickly. And she would ask me, would you rub my feet? Every once in a while, and I would come up with an excuse, you know. Oh, i got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you know, i got to take the dog out. Now I ask. Yeah. You know, you want, you want a foot rub? Yeah. Because that's her favorite thing on earth. That's mine, too. <laughs> so I'm not, hey, I'm not giving you one. <laughs> that's where I draw the line, buddy. I love you, but hey. <laughs> uh, this one toenail I have is pretty... <laughs> <laughs> but but it is interesting. It's like because we do all those things when we're dating and and trying to court and we're we're trying to do those right things. But as we get into that relationship and we get on down the road, is it just a, one of those things that's just taken for granted? It really is. And and I I, I can tell you that, um, I, I guess when you when you do get married, you you do see the real the real person sometimes come out. Yeah. You know. I mean. Yeah. You you see the person that has the messed up hair, no makeup, the yeah. bad breath. It's you know you, you kind of get past all that, you know, and it's like okay, well they're just they're just they're just airing, yeah. you know. And I love that person more than the made up, cleaned up, yes. going to work, yeah, person. It's it's it, and once you open your eyes and you notice these things, it's it's you fall in love all over again. Absolutely, you know, and that's that's where this book comes in really really handy so mention to us again the, the book it's called every man's marriage okay it's available for kindle uh you can get paperback copies uh it's all over the place locally but amazon of course yeah. has it steve arterberg is his name the author it was co-written uh i don't remember the other fellow's name but uh it's uh it's a fantastic book and um let me say this also um if anybody out there is going through um, marital issues at the moment. Uh, feel free to email us, you know, and and I'll I'll, re- I'll reach out. Uh, you can email me personally, 
my email address is r e o james at yahoo.com and i'll uh i'll get back to you but chris the important thing marriage is so important you know it's, next to god our wife is next on the list right and that's a big big seat to fill right there it, it really is and i and and I, again i'm gonna back you up on this if you've never if you've if you're going through struggles right now with your marriage i mean you everybody maybe has heard maybe they haven't heard i don't know some people that are my age have never heard this but you know it's the pyramid god's at the top and you're on one side you're white the closer that you, there you draw, go closer to god your relationship you know and i can tell you that uh, there's there's been times that Christy and I maybe not have been at church so much, and you can almost tell, you know. And it's not just about going to church; it's about everyday walk, absolutely with, with God. And That's so much more important. It's than so much more important. And uh, but you know, moving forward, Aaron, just I mean, what give us words of wisdom? I mean, what what would you tell these guys out there? I mean, you get and, and we will. If you have something that's going on, please email Aaron, and we'll. I mean, Jason's a great resource. Yeah. He's our friend, and we can we can Absolutely. point you in the right direction. Uh, but if you're struggling out there as a man, I would highly encourage you because I, I got to be honest with you, I feel like my life's been turned around. I, you know, yeah. after 30 years of marriage, I want 30 years more with the same woman. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely, because it's yeah. like it's fun now, and people are probably rolling their eyes thinking, what is going on? But it's like <laughs> well, it, it really has made a difference in our lives. I mean, it's changed the way we – And there's little hokey things you could do. They're hokey to us. Yeah. But women eat them up. Yeah. You know, if you leave a note, make her lunch. Yeah. And put a note in there. Yeah. That, that – you better, the trash. You better clear the clear the calendar that <laughs> evening. I'll tell you because you're gonna you got plans when that happens. <laughs> yeah, take the trash out. Uh, the marital fruit. Thank God. That's that's, uh, that's, that's hey. awesome. And it doesn't hurt, guys. Every once in a while to pick up a little bouquet of flowers. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah but but in those things I do or I used to do to Lori, and she loves those. Of course, yeah. every woman does. But the important thing is to realize that she's there connect with her emotionally um and be there yeah be present i think that's that's the thing yeah. be present yeah and in, and divorce in our country is is uh, last i checked it was 50 percent. 50 percent of marriages end in divorce yeah and we've got children who the moms get custody mm -hmm. that's that's the way it is i'd bet 75 percent of the time moms get custody these children go to school, and eighty percent of their teachers are female. There's no males in their lives, and this all and, and you know people talk about what what is it the uh, uh, masculine toxic masculinity? Yes, I saw a thing today that said that that doesn't even exist. Our problem is we we're too feminine mm -hmm. because of the and it traces back to divorce. Well, and I, and I can tell you, I mean, you and I, I, I know your dad. Yeah, um, my dad, I, I had. A very strong father figure in my life me too and, yeah. and it was awesome it was good i mean it's like I, I understood that i understand why he's there yeah and and it is it's it's you know we're not there to just bring the hammer down every time something happens but you know i i i've got two boys you got a boy and a girl yeah you know and 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 it is it's tough uh they're different to raise i can tell you that yeah um not that i know but you know just uh hearing talk girls are awesome <laughs> now now she was more difficult to raise than than uh my son yeah from both of us but uh yeah there it, it's the father figure is, is so important if we get our marriages straightened up 
and it's no better in the church. It's not worse, which a right. rumor. A lot of people say it's right. it's even worse. It's not. It's the same. Yeah. As as non church goers, but if we start in the church, start healing the marriages. Therefore, we'll start he- healing the families. Mm-hmm. And if you start practicing the stuff that's in this book, and it's mm-hmm. not hard. There's yeah. nothing hard in there. Right. You start practicing the stuff that's in this book, you become the hero that your wife craves. Yeah. And you don't know it, but you're cra- at least in my case, I was craving it too. Yeah. I, I needed. I had no respect. Right. But I didn't do anything to deserve respect. Well, and, and to your point, I think once once I took the focus off of myself. Bingo. When, once I took that focus off of myself, because see, my agenda was based on everything. Because back in the day, it's it's uh, it was uh, for me. It was uh, I was in sales. I traveled a lot during the week, and so Monday through Thursday, I was on the road. I was on a plane. I was doing something. Friday, Friday afternoon, I'd show up. Well, Saturday morning, it's like it's my day. I should yeah. go do what I want to do. Yeah. I, I love golf. I want to play golf. Well, I'd go play golf. Well, guess who I left at home? Yep my wife and my son yeah and and let them fend for themselves on what they want to do well she spent all week with them right she now just wants us as a family to go do something and i have to be selfish enough to say oh it's okay y'all do that over there and i'll, I'll be i'll be with you sunday <laughs> one day out of the week we'll go to church together before i come home and go to sleep yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> i'll watch the football game while i sleep you know or fall asleep while i'm watching the football game <laughs> And and I can tell you, it it I don't know how the woman put up with me. I mean, I was just a pig, more yeah. or less. And and finally, you do. I, I I've, I've told you. I mean, it got to a point where we were we were at the verge of d- divorce. I mean, we had pretty much laid the ground rules and said, here's what we're going to do. We we were like you. We lived in separate ends of the house, um, and uh, it was not pretty. I mean, we didn't talk. We kind of did our share with the, you know, the the baby and did that thing, but it, it was just very. I, I don't know. I, it's only by the grace of God that He opened my eyes as a man and said, "Your wife is screaming for you to do something with her." It, I mean, Aaron, it could have been anything. It could have been go for a walk. Yeah. Hold yeah. her hand. Being present. Being present. Yeah. yeah. And it just, in my mind, I was like. She just needs to man up. And then when I re- it's like, she's <laughs> so not a man. You don't want her to man up. No, man. you don't want her to man up. It's like, <laughs> she's a beautiful wife. woman. There you yeah. go. And so it's like, I, I didn't realize that until probably eight to 10 years into our marriage. Yeah. And then it's like, I've got to change. Yeah. I have got to change this. Now, am I perfect? No. But I certainly have learned, still learning to this day, the do's and the don'ts. Yeah. I think I've got more do's than don'ts because I know what I can do. Yeah, to change it, but uh, yeah, it, it's tough. But uh, and it happens to all of us. It does. And yeah. and and I I try to read this book every two or three years because I I'm in danger of slipping back. You know, it was a miracle that God saved our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to focus on that. I have to remember that I'm I'm her her husband. I'm Lori's husband. Yeah, it's my job to protect her. Mm-hmm. It's my job to provide for her. And it's my job to serve her. Yeah. You know, yeah. everybody looks, it cracks me up. Everybody looks at the scripture uh, in Corinthians where uh, um, Paul was writing about, what is it, the the wife? I, I, I've even tried. Oh, submit. Uh, submit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody reads, reads it in context, you yeah. know. Um, wife, submit to your husband. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot more there. There's a just, lot more there. Yeah. Wife, submit to your husband. Yeah. 
It's not just about doing the laundry. No, no, it's not. <laughs> well, I tell you, this, this has really been a, a good conversation, and, and it's – I don't want to say it's off the grid for us because, as, as we've shared with one another, uh, just through our meetings and the podcast and, and people we run across, it's, it's amazing. Even the people that have been on the podcast, they're going through some of the same things. Yeah. I mean, I, I can tell you some of our guests uh, off mic – and I think that's one of the reasons we wanted to have this podcast is we want to let people know that you're not alone. Yeah. We want, we we're trying to get this message out to let, especially the men know you're not alone and we understand what you're going through. Absolutely. And, and we've got an email there. You've got your email, um, reach out to us on Facebook, uh, because we do have resources we can put you in touch with. Absolutely. And, yes. And, and we want to do that because we're here. Uh, I, I want to say we're here to help fight for your marriage. Because yeah. we we fought for ours. Yeah. I mean, you did. I, I did, and too. And you did, too. Yeah. yeah. And um, I can tell you it was well worth it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you look at it, divorce really does present not a lot of good things. No. I mean, I mean, no, you've, you've got kids involved. Uh, there's a lot of financial. There's a lot of um, – it just tears it down. Yeah. And, and breaks it down. And it's just uh, – it's, it's heart-wrenching. Yeah. So. There's nothing. Nothing good comes from it. Now there are exceptions, sure. Abusive relationships, sure. things like that. But we're not talking about that. No, we're we're talking about marriage from right. the you know people like us, regular right. people. Right. So. so that's it. That's it. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for. I appreciate your transparency, man. Because I'm telling you, I, oof, you just I, we oh, done. Oh, oh, we're done. Oh. <laughs> I had to stop recording. Okay. We're going to close it. Okay. Close it. <laughs> Let me mark that. <laughs> Where are you going? What are you doing? It's going to lay out. So we still record? Yeah. Okay. So, um, so Aaron, listen, I really appreciate your transparency here. Um, and, again, it, it's not easy. I, I don't think it's easy for any man. There's some things that I just can't talk with with a lot of men. Uh, right, because you know, you you do you put on. I think we all put on a facade that everything's okay. Yeah, and, we do. Yeah, and yeah. internally we're going. Gosh, I wish I could change this or yeah. change that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I appreciate you sharing. Absolutely. That. Yeah, and I, and I know that that's not easy because you you know a lot of your life is private. You know, but if it helps somebody else out there in this world, then that's what we want to do. Well, and same to you, Chris. I appreciate your openness and honesty uh, about your relationship. And I'm glad you're there. Uh, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I'm glad I'm here, too. This, this is awesome. It really is. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there's an important uh, part of the church, and that is men's ministry. And it's lacking all over the country mm -hmm. for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, maybe we bring a little bit of that back eventually. I, I would love to. Yep.